You are about to listen to Pastor E.A. Adeboy's ministration at the 2022 annual convention themed Perfect Jubilee. This ministration is brought to you courtesy of Central Parish Radio's podcast. God bless you as you listen. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information about our podcast and radio channel.
I want you to praise God tonight. If not for anything at all, but for the fact that he has destroyed coronavirus for us. But for his intervention, we will not be able to meet like this. Using that as a starting point, I want you to thank the Almighty God tonight for preserving your life. That you are alive. You see this night. Go ahead, give the Lord a big, big thanks. Worship Him. Glorify His holy name. Thank Him that He has brought you thus far. Give Him glory. Give Him honor. Give Him adoration. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Give Him glory. Give Him honor. Give Him adoration. Bless His holy name. Bless His holy name. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be adored. There's no one like Him. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Magnify His holy name. Thank Him for yourself for preserving your life to witness this occasion. There are several people who are at the previous conventions who are already gone. Out of His mercy, He has kept you up to this moment. Give Him glory. Give Him honor. Give him adoration. And then go ahead and bless him for the redeemed peace and church of God. Thank him for 70 years of existence. Bless the Lord. He is worthy to be praised. And then thank him for the past 40 years of holding the convention on this campground. At the time when the entire surrounding was thick jungle, he had been with us. When we were surrounded by snakes and pythons and all manners of dangerous animals, he had been with us. Bless his holy name. Give him glory. Give him honor. And thank him for all those who are here tonight. At the very beginning of the convention. You turn to your right, turn to your left. You will see the crowd. At the very, very beginning. You can imagine what's going to happen before the week is over. Bless his holy name. And bless him for jubilee. Give him glory and honor. For not just jubilee, but perfect jubilee. Let him hear you say, thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We give you all glory. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. We bless your name, O oh Lord. 
and we confess you that you are the Lord we bless we bless your name oh Lord and we confess you that you are the Lord we of kings and lord of lords the lord of hosts the lord strong and mighty the lord mighty in battle the king of glory himself alpha and omega the beginning and the ending the one who is the one who was the one who is to come wonderful counselor Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. There I am that I am, the ancient of days, the word from the beginning. We bless your holy name. Accept our worship in Jesus' name. Thank you for 70 years. Only you can do this. And thank you for all your promises concerning what we will do this week. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Tonight, even as we call it the welcoming program, Father, we want you to know you are the one we are welcoming. Visit us tonight. In all our lives, do something new tonight. Even before tomorrow morning, please, Lord, help us to sing new songs. Thank you, Almighty. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Well, let someone shout hallelujah. Now you are going to prophesy to one or two people. You're going to say, brother or sister, I will be the first to receive a miracle, and then you will be next. Uh, tell one or two people, I will be the first to receive a miracle, and then you will be next. If you believe that, then put your hands together and shout hallelujah to God. You are all welcome in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, as of now, by 6 p.m. of this evening, 25 babies have been born on this ground. Fifteen boys and ten girls. Including two sets of twins. 
The first set of twins was one boy and one girl. The second set born today is a set of two boys. Uh, it looks as if uh, this convention is going to be for who? <laughs> Let the boy shout praise the Lord. And let the girl shout hallelujah. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 17. I'm talking to you tonight for a few minutes because I know many of you arrived today and we want to release you on time. Second Corinthians 5 verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. From tonight onward, everything will become new for you. This topic for tonight is actually born free. Because the first night like this is really for children, so we want to look at what is the life of a child like. A child lives a life of total freedom. And you know, Jubilee is made up of principally two things. Restoration and a new beginning. These are the two basic things in Jubilee. Or oh, several other things then come out of it, joy, celebration, jubilation, etc., etc. But basically, the two basic ingredients of jubilee are one, restoration, two, a new beginning. Now, when we talk about restoration, it means you had something, then you lost it, and then miraculously you got it back. That's restoration. You had it, you lost it, and you got it back. It is restored to you. What do we mean by a new beginning? There was a situation, most of the time, good one at the beginning. For one reason or the other, the tide turned for the worse. And then through restoration, you are given an opportunity to start afresh. That is why I'm decreeing tonight, everything that is not good in your life, the fire of God will consume. Everything good that you have lost shall be restored. 
And then God in his infinite mercy will give you the grace to start afresh. A life of a child is a life of total freedom. You eat without bothering yourself about where the food is coming from. It's none of your business. For the first few months, you drink milk. And the mother's milk, according to the scientists, container free of any form of contamination. Do you agree? <laughs> the ingredient is divine. The packaging super. The effect on your body <laughs> excellent. At least those of us who are fed by milk, we should say, thank God for mummies. Whether you believe it or not, <laughs> I happen to be the last born of my mom. I was still sucking bread at the age of four, a breast. And people tried to drag me away from it. My mother said, leave him alone. Nobody else is coming to take it from him. You dress without knowing where the dress is coming from. It's none of your business. You travel without paying a cost. When you're a child, Even if they brought you from uh, America to Nigeria, do you pay for the ticket? No, you're a child. You, you want to travel from one place to the other. That's, who pays for the ticket? That's none of your business. And whether you believe it or not, when you're a child, you have divine bodyguards. The Bible says so. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 10. Matthew 18, verse 10. It says, your angels have direct access to God. Constantly monitoring what is going on around you. You have divine defense. As a child. The same Matthew chapter 18, verse 6. Matthew 18, verse 6, he says, If anybody offends you as a child, he says, It's better that they just tie a big mistletoe around the neck of that fellow and throw him into the bottom of the sea. So that maybe on the day of judgment, the stone won't allow him to come up to face God. The life of a child. Oh, it's a life of freedom. It was like that when you were born. Unfortunately, as you begin to grow, you begin to lose some of these privileges. <laughs> when you say, I'm hungry, they ask you to go and cook. When you grow older, still, you have to go and find the food yourself. By the time you are an adult, <laughs> you've lost almost all the privileges. And you spend most of your life looking for daily bread. The food used to be free. Now you have to pay for it. The dress, free. 
now you have to pay for it. Transportation free. Now you have to pay <laughs> you have to pay for it. And if God one way or the other decided to make you somebody, then you better get your own bodyguards. So you see that salvation is a great example of jubilee. The Bible says you have now a brand new beginning. All things pass away, all things have become new. In fact, the Bible describes you when you have just been born again as a baby. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2. As a newborn baby, desire the sincere milk of the word of God that you may grow thereby. You just born again. As far as God is concerned, you are now a baby. What should you be drinking? Milk. To be born again means you can now start afresh. You can begin again from a brand new beginning. When you are born again, you get a new name. This one, given to you by God. John chapter 1 verse 11. John 1 11. To as many as received him, to them gave him, gave him the power to be called sons of God. When you were growing up in the world, you got all manners of names. <laughs> you even changed the names your parents gave you. You used to be a day, now you are a day school. Some of you have become babake, all manners of new names you pick up. But once you are born again, when they say, who are you, you can boldly say, I am a child of God. You get a new provider. Just like God used to provide you milk, ready-made, now you have somebody who will provide for every need. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. Philippians 4 19. But my God shall supply all my needs. And he supply all these needs now according to his riches. You get a new protector. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. Romans 8, 37. You become more than a conqueror through him that loves you. And so on and so forth. So those of you who are not born again, you don't know what you are missing. The day you become born again, that's a great day of jubilee for you. you. That's why you hear the Bible talks about the joy of salvation. But the point I really want to make, because I believe the majority of those of us who are here at the very beginning, you must be already born again. The rest of the crowd will come only later. What are the signs that your salvation is genuine? Because there are many people now who say they are even born again. And they don't have the signs of genuine salvation because the signs of genuine salvation you can find 
by studying a child. That's what the Lord Jesus Christ said. Unless you receive the kingdom of God as a child, you can't go in. And what are these signs? I just mentioned some of them. Matthew chapter 21 verse 16. Matthew 21 verse 16 tells us out of the mouth of babes you have perfected praise. One of the signs of genuine salvation is that when you praise God, you praise Him with total abandon. I was in my prayer room at the beginning when the choruses were, were going on. And I just looked up to see the monitor. And what did I see? I saw Kabiesis dancing. Dancing like children. Ah, I said, Father, thank you. Thank you that these people now have finally got it. As important as we are, as great as we are, we are children in the hands of the King of Kings. Some of us, we even have to beg us before we can shout hallelujah. You watch children when, they are, when we are singing choruses. They don't look at you. They don't care what you think. They sing. They dance. They jump. They don't, they don't look at anybody. They know they are praising their daddy. How many true children of God are here tonight? Show it by shouting hallelujah. One of the signs of genuine salvation that we notice in a child is what you can call complete surrender. Children are easy to carry. The reason many of us can no longer be carried is because we're already too big. And yet, in, Matthew, in, in Mark chapter 10, from verse 13 to 16, Mark 10 from verse 13 to 16, when they brought children to Jesus Christ. And some people were trying to say, hey, don't bring them there. Immediately, Jesus jumped to their defense. I have good news for somebody tonight. Because you are going to surrender completely to Jesus Christ. He will begin to carry you. And some of us don't know the meaning of that. The elders have a saying. It is the child that lifts up his hand that can be carried. It's the child that will say, hey, <laughs> I'm ready to be carried. And it is the child that God carries that he blesses. When he carries you, he carries all your bodies with you. I'm sure you've heard the, the funny story of somebody who was carrying a big load on his head and then he saw a car driving past and asked for a lift and the driver obliged him and he entered into the car and kept the load on his head. Why are you say carrying your load? Oh, you've done enough carrying me. If I'm carrying you, I'm already carrying your load. From this hour onward, 
the Lord will carry you. If you make yourself carryable. I've told you some of you have heard this before. When I was in the saddest period of my life, with so many questions, and I know that even in my deep sorrow, some people were still laughing at me, I got a text from one of my daughters. All she sent was, Daddy, let God carry you. And that put an end to every problem. It ended my sorrows. It renewed my faith. I'm going to ask you a question. That means you have to surrender to the one who wants to carry you. If you want to carry a child and the child says no, you leave the child alone. Another evidence of genuine salvation is complete reliance on God. In Matthew chapter 6, you can read it from verse 25 to 34. Matthew 6 from verse 25 to 34. He said, take no thought. You don't worry. Take no thought. What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? How am I going to survive? You don't survive because you are careful. You survive because there is somebody taking care of you. God brought you thus far. And he has not told you he's tired. He made a promise. He said, from your mother's womb, I've been carrying you. If he wasn't there when you were in your mother's womb, you would be still bath. He brought you this far. Do you think he's about to abandon you? How many of you believe you are going to end well? Are you sure? How many of you believe that your tomorrow will be all right? Let me hear you shout hallelujah. Oh, daddy, maybe you don't know what is going on outside. There are terrorists here. There are bandits there. Uh, some people are planning to come and bomb my state. Uh, yeah. Is God on holidays? Answer my question. Okay, I asked some of my, I think it was yesterday I was asking the, the, the workers, are you alive today because you took good care during the pandemic? Is that why you are still alive? And I told them, I said, throughout the period, I never saw a single fellow wearing a mask in Ifewara. That's my village. I never saw one. And I went home several times. And you know what? Not a single one of them died. Who took care? God. If you believe that God is going to take care of you for the rest of your life, wave your hand to him and shout hallelujah. So that brings me towards the conclusion of the message. I told you it will be brief. When you got born again, you were like a baby. You praise God like a baby. You dance like a baby. You prayed like a baby. And you know what? 
in those early days almost before you stop praying the answer will come you were having testimonies every almost every day almost per second per second why because you were a baby when the baby say hey before you say hey the mother has come running but then you began to grow so i want to say what are the signs of backsliding how do you know you are backsliding how do how do we know that your love is no longer like that of the beginning jesus wrote to a church and say, oh, you are doing great work. You've done this. You've done that. He said, but I have one thing against you. You have left your first love. Things are no longer as they, as they used to be. What are some of the signs that you have become lukewarm? That you are no longer a baby in the sight of God. Ah, number one is that now you worry you worry about many things a child never worries never it doesn't matter what is happening when it is time to sleep hey, the child is fast asleep and Jesus Christ said in John chapter 14 verse 1 John 14 verse 1 let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Never worry. Are you worrying now? You need a jubilee. Another sign of backsliding is that um, some people offended you, you for you forgiving them, only you have not forgotten. At least you pretend that you are forgiven. Until the next time they do something, you say, hey, that's what you did seven years ago and I forgive you. You begin to harbor bitterness. You will never find that in a child. You see two children praying, playing, and then you hear a cry. You go there and say, What's the problem? He took my toy. I'm not going to play with him anymore. What happens two minutes later? They already play again. They forgot him. As a new baby in Christ, there will be no bitterness in you. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. Hebrews 12, verse 15 says, Be careful. Don't let this, any form of the root of bitterness, don't let it spring up in you, or else you become defiled. What is the next sign that hey, maybe I'm backsliding or oh, I'm here tonight? Is that your faith is now wavering? You're beginning to have doubts. Children never know what is called doubt. Their faith in their parents never waver. Like I shared with uh, the pastor during the minister's uh, conference, 
Someone said, when you throw up a child, the child will be laughing, enjoying the throwing up. Why? Because the child is sure you will catch him. Throw me up, throw me higher. But now, even though you are afraid, forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled. You are beginning to say, well, maybe, perhaps, as a sign of backsliding. If he says it, he will do it. It's not a man that he should lie. Eh, but I've been waiting for some time. <laughs> He's the Almighty God. He knows the end from the beginning. When he said, Say ye to the righteous, it shall be well with him that said you. It means it doesn't matter what is happening if you are his baby, your tomorrow will be all right. <laughs> James chapter 1, verse 5 to 8. James 1, verse 5 to 8 says, Hey, you want wisdom? Ask God, He will give you liberally. He said, but when you are asking, don't waver. Ask him in faith. Believe him. Don't doubt. I've come to convention before and, was, and I came trusting God for one thing or the other. Eh, up to now, he hasn't done it. Ah. Are you dead yet? That is on his throne. He made a promise to Abraham. He didn't fulfill the promise until 25 years later. But he's still God. And in this particular convention, in the name that's above every other name, all your prayers will be answered by fire. Another sign of backsliding is hypocrisy. When you begin to pretend you're one thing, you're pretending to be another. You come to the meeting. It is time to praise God. You are singing the choruses correctly, but you are not even paying attention to the words anymore. And as far as God is concerned, Isaiah chapter 29 from verse 13 to 15, Isaiah 29, From verse 13 to 15, God says, If you draw near me with your mouth and your heart is far from me, uh, then you're asking for trouble. We know the chorus is off head. We just sing it, it, it flows out of our mouth. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't come from our heart anymore. We've learned, some of us have already learned the, the, the language of a Christian. But the real Christianity is no longer in us. I will mention just one more because of time. 
one of the signs of backsliding is lying children don't lie they don't I'm sure you've had to, maybe it is true story or it's just a joke that somebody came to collect house rent and the mother saw the landlord coming before the landlord could see her and told, she, so she told us her daughter go and tell him that I'm not in and the daughter went to the landlord and said my mother asked me to tell you <laughs> that she's not in Revelation 22, verse 15. Revelation 22, verse 15 made it clear. All liars will be outside the kingdom of heaven. All liars. Whether the lies are white or black or what you call business lies. So, just check. Am I where I used to be when I got born again? When I was a baby in Christ? Do I wake up in the morning when I first got born again with a song of praise coming out of my mouth? Joy erupting in me did I rely completely on God as I used to do when I got born again am I now living in fear do I have doubts as to my future I might begin to put in just, just a little bit of lies here and there. Then you need a jubilee. You need a restoration. You need a new beginning. And that jubilee can begin today. So I'm appealing first and foremost to all those who have not yet surrendered their life to Jesus Christ. Uh, come and do so now. When a man is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You can have your restoration tonight. You can have a new beginning tonight. If you come to him this time genuinely seeking for salvation. I'm not going to make another call for backsliders. If I do that, there won't be enough space here. Hurry up now to three. Four. Five. Six, seven,
8 9 Now those of you who have come begin to cry to Jesus Christ and those of you on the way begin to cry to Jesus Christ say Lord please save my soul I want you to save my soul I want to become a new creature I want to become a brand new creature in you please Lord save my soul receive me into the family of god as a new baby a new baby of the most high god and those of you on the way hurry up hurry up because we want to pray for salvation now hurry up and the rest of us cry to god if you are 100 percent in the lord and you don't do any of the signs that we mentioned of backsliding or lukewarmness is not in your life then just keep on praising God that he has kept you but if you know that things are not exactly the way they used to be that now you doubt now your faith has been wavering you better cry unto him and say Lord restore me restore me those of you coming for salvation hurry up now because I want to pray I want to pray that God will save your soul that he will be merciful unto you that he will turn you to new babies in christ so that you will have a brand new name a new provider a new protector a new defender so that you will know that your future will be all right cry unto him ask him please have mercy on me save my soul take over my life from this moment onward and I will serve you completely for the rest of my life thank you father in Jesus mighty name we have prayed Savior I just want to say thank you thank you for your word and thank you for these people who have decided to surrender their lives to you. Please receive them. Have mercy on them. Let your blood wash away their sins. Save their souls. Give them genuine salvation. Receive them into the family of God. Give them brand new names from heaven. And from now on, anytime they call on you, answer them by fire. And let them serve you forever. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now I want to rejoice with those of you who have come forward because I want to assure you, God helping me. I'll be praying for you every day from now on. So I'm going to need your names, I'm going to need your address, and then I will need your prayer request. You will see some counselors about to give you a card, collect it fill it and return to them and from that moment on the almighty God will begin to take care of you now the rest of us how many of you believe that when God speaks it is done you really believe that then stand on your feet in a passage that one of the brethren who came before me read to you in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 10 
He said, after 70 years, I will visit you. If you have already confessed to him your lukewarmness, your doubts, your unbelief, I believe he will visit you. So I want you to cry to the Almighty God with all your heart. And you can pray for as long as you want. But I need to inform you that after the prayers tonight, the drama group of the, of the church have put together a very beautiful drama as a film, which they will show immediately after we finish here. I think you will, you will benefit by it. You are here for convention. Make the most of it. But meanwhile, lift your voice to the Almighty God, loud and clear, and say, Father, visit me tonight. Let me have my own jubilee tonight. Open your mouth and cry to the Almighty God. Father, visit me tonight. Let me, let me have a divine visitation tonight. Visit me tonight. Let me become hot for you again. Let me have a brand new beginning. Like when I just, born, just got born again. Visit me tonight. Almighty God, let my own jubilee begin right now. Give me a brand new beginning. Let me begin to enjoy the life of complete freedom, complete reliance on you. Visit me tonight, Lord. Go ahead, cry unto him. He will hear you. And he will answer you by fire. Go ahead, cry unto him. He's listening. He's here already. We hope you were blessed by this podcast. You can send feedback and inquiries to centralparishradio at gmail.com. Do subscribe to receive notification of new episodes. Thank you.